you ever have an idea and you're like, this is a good idea. And then you call your sister on the phone and you guys talk about it and you're like, I changed my mind. So I wanted to start doing this new episode series called Unsolicited Opinions, where I just talk about stuff that nobody's asking me to talk about, mostly pop culture references that are at least five to 12 to 100 years old. And I was like, I'm going to make it an exclusive Patreon thing. And not that I don't love my Patreon audience. I love my Patreon audience, but something did change in that there's something else I'm going to be offering them. And um, I'm not I'm going to be offering this as just a regular episode of my podcast. So um, I wanted to give this intro because during this episode you're about to hear, (laughs) you're going to hear me make random references to Patreon, which you can totally still go support the music and the podcast and all that stuff by heading over there. But just so you know, episodes like this, where I randomly rant about pop culture that is no longer relevant, um, I I will just be posting them here. So go ahead and tweet me at Jamie Grace H if you want to hear me rant about one of our favorite movies from back in the day. All right, here's the episode. What's up, guys? It's Jamie Grace, and welcome back to the Jamie Grace Podcast. Today, we are kicking off a brand new episode, a brand new kind of episode, and it's called Unsolicited Opinions. So this is something brand new that I'm bringing to the Jamie Grace Podcast, but also um, it's going to be a little bit more frequently on Patreon, but the what you're, what the, what the, uh, I just got, I just got really stressed out about you guys being like, oh, come on, if you're not on Patreon. (laughs) So I was trying to like fix it, be like, no, no, no. No, guys, guys, today's a full episode. Don't worry. (laughs) This is not a preview. Um, But yeah, I'm going to be bringing something new, figuring out how often it'll be where. But it's going to be called Unsolicited Opinions. And it's basically when you guys don't really ask, like, hey, Jamie Grace, what's your opinion on this? And I pretty much just decide, like, no, everybody needs to know all of my thoughts on this. There was a movie that came out. It's called Over the Hedge. And it came out in 2006. It's a PG movie. Runtime is an hour and 23 minutes. It is a phenomenal film, you guys. I mean, I know some people might not call it phenomenal, but it is. And so I wanted to talk about this film. I wanted to kind of give you guys, you know, some some thoughts and and just recap it. I remember when this movie came out, I was 15 years old. Um, So I was a junior in high school, but I've always been pretty youthful in the content that I loved. And I love that. I love that that's normal these days. Like, I feel like now it's totally normal for like a cartoon to come out and a bunch of people like between the ages of like 17 and 25 to go and see that movie. Whereas when or let's say even like 17 to 30, because I'm older than 25. But when we were kids, that wasn't like cool. You know, like when we were like 15, 16, 17, it was like, no, you have to go see like the newest rom-com and stuff like that. Like if you aren't watching every Matthew McConaughey case, Hudson movie, then you were just so out of touch. Um, and I was always like the one, not the only lone wolf. I don't want to act like I was just, you know, isolated in every way. There were definitely other kids that enjoyed cartoons, but there weren't a ton that enjoyed 
these kinds of movies, these PG movies past, you know, 11 or 12 years old, at least not publicly. And so, but I, I didn't care. I loved it a whole lot. I had a fleece blanket from over the hedge. Um, I feel like you can guess who my favorite character is if you've seen the movie, because it's just, I feel like it's pretty obvious. Um, but I'm going to tell you guys what the movie's about. So it's about this raccoon that, and I'm about to say in, in appropriate words, so be mindful if the kids are around. It's about this raccoon that's basically a butthead, and he's, like, from the beginning of the movie, he's stealing. Literally a thief, right? And, I mean, I get it. You're a raccoon. You're trying to eat. You probably can't get a job to take care of your bills and stuff. But whatever, bruh. Like, still, you shouldn't be stealing. Well, you know, he's hungry. Let me be gracious. He needs food. So he's trying to get, like, get some chips. And long story short, he eventually finds his way to a cave or whatever of a bear that is hibernating. Um... And you don't really know in the beginning, but he actually, well, there's spoilers in this, I should tell you, but don't worry, you're going to enjoy this more than watching the movie anyway, just kidding. Um, so don't worry about this. Like, if you're worried about spoilers, just don't just keep listening. Okay, so um, like, we'll worry about the spoilers if you actually care about the spoilers. Like if you don't, oh my gosh, I'm rabbit holing. I'm about to spoil the movie. So we don't know yet, but this bear knows him. And so he goes into the bear's cave or whatever. And he's like, you know, kind of like, I'm going to get this. I'm going to get this because the bear has all this stuff that he's stored away for the winter while he's hibernating. And essentially, you learn that this raccoon, I believe his name is RJ. You learn that this raccoon is just so like he's just never grateful he's never content like he gets like enough stuff and then he sees more stuff behind the bear so he tries to sneak past the bear and not wake him up and he gets all of the like big collection of food that's in the back of the cave and then he gets all that stuff and then he sees that the bear is holding stuff and then he's still like you know just ungrateful so he goes and gets the stuff that the bear is holding and just constantly like risking <laughs> constantly risking waking the bear up just for the sake of of getting more food. He's so greedy, so ungrateful, and just like not content. I'm telling you, he's a butthead. Um, but you know, there's grace for all of us. And we will learn that lesson later. Um, so he gets these like Pringles out of the bear's hand and he replaces the Pringles with a coffee cup, hoping that the bear won't notice. And eventually he's like about to leave but he's so greedy that he's like, nah, bro, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna pop these Pringles open real quick. Why would you do that, bro? You have them, just leave. So he pops the Pringles open and that tiny little open uh, of the Pringles can, as opposed to all the stealing that he's been doing the last five minutes, that tiny little open of the Pringles can is what wakes the bear up. And then that's when you realize that they know each other and the bear is obviously upset. Long story short, pretty much all of the food that was in the bear's cave gets destroyed. The bear gets really mad at RJ, the raccoon, and the bear is like, he gives him a certain time limit, I guess, to like the full moon or a week or something. Maybe that's the same thing. But he's like, look, here's this time limit. If you don't bring me back all my food, I'm gonna kill you. Right? I decided to watch this. We watched this movie with our daughter, Isabella, and I was like, this is a great idea. And then I'm watching it and I'm like, I don't know if I want her to know about bears murdering raccoons yet. She is one. You know, I feel like she could have <laughs> waited to found that out, find that out uh, a few years. So that's the premise of the movie is that RJ now has to get all of enough food to replace for the for the bear so that um, the bear doesn't kill him. So then on the other end of things, you've got Vern, a turtle, um, who... So Bruce Willis, by the way, is the voice of RJ, and I just think that's hilarious. Um, I can't... I can't hear it or see it. Like, I just can't... 
imagine it. I think because in my brain, the only raccoons are the guy that is opposite of Lady Gaga in the singing movie. Um, bro, what's his name? Bruce No. Was that white guy, Eric, not, not Eric Clapton, oh my gosh. The guy, Bradley Shepard, Cooper, Bradley Cooper. What is he, a raccoon in, um, um, Guardians of the Galaxy? <laughs> I sound like I've never seen a movie before. I just sound so out of touch. Anyways, so on the other end of things, you have this um turtle named Vern and all his little friends you've got um Steve Carell voices a squirrel named Hammy Wanda Sykes voices a skunk named named Skella wow Stella um William Shatner Nick Nolte um I'm trying to go through all the names Eugene Levy Catherine O'Hara Avril Lavigne they all voice um a family of um what are they called porcupines and I feel like there's another animal in there that I totally missed. Oh, yeah, there's a possum, father and son. I think that's Eugene Levy and Avril Levine. So you've got all these, like, forest animals, all the ones I just named. And, again, the storytelling in this movie is so beautiful because you don't really know what's going on just yet. But you essentially come to find out that they, too, are hibernating. And they wake up and they're like, okay, it's time to go find stuff because we only have these few berries left. But then they find this huge, massive thing that is totally blocking the forest. Um, that is the hedge that, you know, the movie is about over the hedge. Eventually, Vern the turtle finds enough courage to go through the hedge, which is just a great five minutes of comedy itself. And he comes back on the other side, realizes that a, a full suburban neighborhood has been built instead of the... Um, the the forest and he's like freaking out and he's like oh my gosh well, they took the forest away where are we gonna find the food and so rj the raccoon is overhearing all of this like a creeper in the tree and then he's like you guys i know i have street smarts i can help you find all the food you need kind of alluding to like pizza and leftovers and you know taco trucks and ice cream trucks that all the suburban people are probably vibing with but secretly he just wants to get enough food he wants to use them to help him collect food to give back to the bear and it's kind of this power struggle between him and the turtle of like no i want to lead the people let my people go that kind of thing um not that serious um and so yeah it's like this adventure movie of these forest animals going into suburbia for the first time with this uh sneaky butthead raccoon that tries to learn a lesson about what family really means so that's what the movie's about essentially also that is basically the plot aren't those are the same two things the what the movie's about and the plot wow i'm killing this go me everyone support this on patreon um but no so that's what the movie's about and i just i love it so much so i feel like i'm most like the character of hammy um i mean hammy like literally is me like obsessed with cheese and then also when hammy has an energy drink like it's just a different version of hammy and it's like everything else slows down around me and i'm just like what and then also i just believe the voice of steve carell is just genius and i love when he does voiceover work um he i believe he's so talented um and yeah i just think he's really great um if you listened if you listened to last week's episode which was so different vibe wise from this week's episode of the podcast um i think that you'll see what i mean by my energy level self is a different self than my regular self and so that just makes me really happy but 
I don't know. I just love this movie. My favorite line ever, it actually is one of my favorite lines of, like, movies of all times, is when, like, toward the end, when they're kind of, like, going back and forth, and they're, you know, kind of realized what RJ was up to all along and all this stuff, and they get their feelings hurt, and he kind of says some things that he doesn't mean, and then Hammy looks at him, and he just says, I'm not stupid. Um, and, like, it's weird because I know that this is a comedy, obviously, but, like, that line has stayed with me throughout my entire life. I mean, it's almost 15 years ago that this movie came out, and I hold that with me, even speaking to the things I was speaking of last week with, you know, doubt and fear and insecurity and negativity getting in my mind. That is a line that I actually repeat to myself. I'm not stupid. I'm not stupid. Um, and it, it really blesses me. I know that sounds like, OK, Jamie, you're just trying to wrap it like, you know, bring it around full circle. But I'm not like that. That line like really, really, really blesses me. And so um, I just I love this movie so much. I think it's hilarious. Um I don't know. I just think it's a fantastic film. I feel like if they were going to feel like if they were going to remake this movie, like I kind of want to see it remade into like a live action film, but I don't know what that will look like. So then the other part of me says, okay, let's not do live action. Let's just dream of a post COVID world. And we take this on Broadway and we turn it into a musical. I play Hammy. Steve Carell can be my understudy. And we just make this like a totally different film. It's just, it's a live, it's a live musical. We can use music from pop culture. Fine. Okay, guys, me and Sarah Bareilles will collaborate with Charlie Puth and write a couple of originals if you insist. But I think that that would be the most reasonable next step for Over the Hedge um, regarding, you know, what the, what what they should do about it next. I should say that I don't know much about his work in general, but there is um, an actor named Gary Shandling, um, and he is the voice of Vern the Turtle, um, and he did pass away in 2016. I know usually you just like kind of mention that stuff like if it's recent, but I just like to mention it regardless because I just like to honor people's memory. And I'll be honest, I don't really know a lot about him. Um, let's see what else he was in. He was in The Jungle Book uh, 2016. He was a voice of Iki. I've only seen that movie once, I believe. So I don't know much about it. He was a senator in Captain America. Um, oh, he's Senator Stern, I guess, in like Captain America, Iron Man. Um, yeah, I don't really know like a lot of his work. So um, forgive me for not knowing a lot of him. He was a pigeon in Dr. Doolittle. I just saw Dr. Doolittle for the first time a few weeks ago. It's a pretty good movie. I was like, where, where have I been? <laughs> My husband was watching it and I was like, wait, start that over. I've never seen it. And he just, he gave me that look that only um, one black person can give to another black person. And it's just some people be like, well, why can't I give that look? You just, it's just how it works. It's like, it's not that it makes you any less of a black person if you haven't seen certain black people movies or movies like, you know, with like black people as the lead and stuff. But at the same time, it's just like, there's just certain movies that a lot of times are a part of like black culture growing up. And um, I just haven't seen a ton of anything. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm one of those, like I'm 28 and I'm over here talking about Over the Hedge, like it just came out yesterday. So I just have a really random, uh, you know, mind when it comes to the content I have consumed. And so he was just like, you haven't seen Dr. Doolittle? So I watched it. And then I watched Dr. Doolittle too, which took me a while to get through because um, as I was kind of alluding to earlier, we're pretty um, reserved maybe is the right word to say when it comes to what the baby is exposed to. Um, and I'm, I'm very proud of that. And so even with over the hedge, I was like, she started falling asleep and I was like, okay, good. Cause I just, 
I know some people might say that I'm being like really old fashioned or lame and like, that's fine. Like whatever words you guys want to use to explain it, like that's, that's on you. But, um, we, we just like to be really intentional about the kind of content that she consumes. And so even if it's like, like, for example, like I think Zendaya is a really awesome human. Um, I haven't seen all of her stuff, but the stuff that I have seen, I've enjoyed. And so we just randomly, and also our friend Trinity Stokes is in the show, uh, Casey Undercover. So we turned it on because we were like, these, you know, awesome black family on TV, like we should watch this together. And then I just, I just realized, I was like, actually, you know, they were just like making jokes that were like funny for middle school kids. And I'm like, man, I, I want our daughter to know that like, this is not a bad joke. This is not an inappropriate joke, but this is a middle school kid joke. This is a high school kid joke. This is a college kid joke. You know, like there's, there's this, like there are different levels, different seasons for everything. And if, and if I don't want to just open the door to everything right now and just be like, well, it's funny, it's funny. Like, no, there's a difference between what's appropriate for a one-year-old and what's appropriate for a four-year-old. Um, and we have to distinguish those things. And so, Again, I know some people might be like, womp, womp, and that's okay. That's just, you know, is what it is. Anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening to this very first episode of Unsolicited Opinions. I really hope that you enjoyed it. If you didn't, I really hope I just made you guys like freak out and think something happened to like your phone or something. Yeah. Um, sorry, that was a weird laugh. If you did not enjoy this episode of Unsolicited Opinions, then do not um, support the podcast. Do not join me on Patreon because this is going to become something exclusive that I'm going to do on Patreon. Um, and I'm going to share sneak peeks here on the regular podcast on occasion. But if you did enjoy this, then you should go ahead and support the podcast. Um, I'm an indie cat making music, podcasts and videos, hopefully to just encourage you, inspire you, bring some joy into your life. And I really have a random love for movies with actors like Hilary Duff and Christy Carlson Romano. I like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I have strong opinions about Willy Wonka, Elf, Bedtime Stories, Spy Kids, A Cinderella Story, Cheaper by the Dozen, all the versions of it. Like, I'm really passionate about this kind of stuff, and I just really want to have a place to talk about it because my friends <laughs> don't want to. Um, so if you like stuff like this, if you want to be a part of my music before it's released, if you want to be a part of just, you know, being a kind human and helping my dreams come true for five bucks a month, then go ahead and hit up patreon.com slash Jamie Grace. Um, this episode is being released on what August 15th this coming Wednesday on August 19th we are doing a live stream exclusive for Patreon it's going to be an ask me anything and I'm really excited about it so if you go ahead and join before this coming Wednesday you can be a part of that live stream so thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode congratulations if your ears just got weirded out by my accent I don't know what that was either have a great day Okay, bye.